all of us are more than enough to be great at whatever we should be great at yeah you know what i'm saying so that was like an all-encompassing thing i had to remind myself that i just because you uh you ain't no young whippersnapper no more you <laughs> getting to that hill you about to be over that mug maybe in a little bit uh that you are more than enough Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of the In My Own Words podcast, uh, hosted by yours truly, Tony R. Sanders, here with a special guest, a homeboy of mine, uh, the the Black Taco God. Facts. Fire, firearms, firearms, the arsonist, fear. I don't even know what to call you. You're the only rapper I know that got more names than Diddy. I don't even know what to call you at this point. I guess since the album says Fire, I should call you Fire. Uh, I go by Fire or the Goat currently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling you the Goat. I'm not calling another man the Goat. I'm the Goat. Which you, I, I, I agree with that statement. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Fire. We go by Fire nowadays. Yeah, I like that. So there's so much to talk about, but specifically, we want to talk about the album more than enough. Yeah, uh, it's been out for about two months now, which yep. I think is an appropriate amount of time for this kind of body of work to let the music digest before we have a conversation about Facts. it. Uh, I think it came out 23rd and I listened to it the 24th and immediately I wanted to sit down with you about it but I'm like, yeah. you know what? Let me dig through this because if I know my boy like I know my boy, there's some stuff in there that I just didn't even hear yet and that I missed that I want to make sure that I get. It's, and it's, so it's, it's so much that people are missing. <laughs> like, we're gonna get into it, but it's so it. much. Like I can't even describe. It. It's that. It's funny because I the the one of the concepts of the album was I had a few concepts uh, concepts at first, yeah. and then I kind of scrapped a few of them. But I really wanted to make sure that I could create music that had a sound that was appeasing to the ear, but also was deep in the underlying yeah. messages. So there's literally. Um, just a bunch of entendres on every song but like every song has its own concept that's underlying that nobody really knows and then the album has like seven different concepts yeah. throughout the whole thing I, I can kind of break all of them down but really the whole seven thing was seven different concepts yeah and it's, so it's, this is a conceptual album of of, of all conceptual albums like probably seven mm-hmm. different concepts of albums sounds crazy yeah so it's it's like in the cover art it's so many different pieces but yeah so to talk uh, talk to us about the cover art because that's the first thing that you see right before yeah. before i heard any bars before i heard any music i saw the cover art and that already got me got me intrigued you know yeah. i already wanted to hear more about okay i need to really pay attention to this project yeah absolutely so the cover art. Um, I wanted. I wanted cover art that didn't look like it was amateur in any fashion. I wanted it to look like a massive major label cover. Yeah. But I wanted the cover to represent for me. I wanted it to represent a few things. So this is one of the concepts behind the album, and it gets deeper when we talk about the music. But just from the visual standpoint, it's three of me on the cover. Right. So one side. The left side, you kind of see me looking down and it's kind of red. That's mm-hmm. the darkness in life. And the errors, the faults, the fuck ups, the, the mistakes you make in life. Right. So you kind of look down on yourself. Then on the right side, I'm like looking straight. And it's like me recognizing my faults, but realizing that there's a good in me. And then using that to go further in life. 
And then at the bottom is me in the gold. And that's realizing that I am great. I am the goat. I am godly. Gotcha. So. Okay. So I took that. I took that slightly differently. So when I saw that, honestly, when I saw it initially, absent of the music, I just kind of thought, oh, some dope, some dope cover art. Like, it's super dope. I didn't think too much about it. But then when I saw it and I shouldn't say I didn't think too much about it. I thought about it, but I knew that because I know you, I knew that it meant something, yeah, but I'm like, I'm going to have to already know everything. First, you know something. what I mean? <laughs> so then when I heard the music, I'm like, okay, what I think this means is the three, the three versions of him I'm seeing, it looks like past, present, and future. You got it. And when I'm looking at so even the title, we like got, we got to give you a ding mark because you got <laughs> one concept, and I, I'm gonna go into detail on how it, it that portrays in the music. But yes, okay, that's definitely one of them. When I see when I see the title more than enough, it, it seems like it is testimonial in a way, yes. saying that everything that I've been through, I was not only did I come out of it, but I came out of it better. So I was yeah. more than enough to get through those things. Facts. I'm more than enough currently, almost Facts. like a, a, a form of encouragement. Like I'm more than enough to. To get through the things that I'm going through currently And I'm more than enough To Not only get through the things that are going to come in the future But also You know Exceed my goals and what yeah. I want to do in life And hit that goat level yeah, no. Of, of so, being more than enough Boom So you just You 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 got definitely got a full concept there Okay So like As far as The, the cover goes And the growth and everything So the album title literally just came to me out of the blue i had a few different other ones one of the concepts was actually a very dope concept that i decided to just kind of scrap uh, and actually let me explain that so initially it was like all right i'm gonna make a project and we have this divide in music between the youth and the old yeah and uh i'm kind of in a blessed position to be considered one of the quote-unquote older artists yeah but also a hundred percent involved with the youth on a regular basis uh all them my homeboys i love the the young artists like they're killing the game and a lot of the people in their 30s and in their 40s and stuff a lot of times don't even give them a fair opportunity based off their age so i'm like yo how about i do a project where i want to make music with the new sound and the new cadences but give it bars but make it appealing to the ear and to the youth and then i was like on the second half of the album i'm gonna go straight hip-hop boom bap all bars samples break drums and shit like that so i was going to call that revenge of the sith return of the jedi I remember seeing it. I think you yeah. may have posted that so, at one point. Yeah, came up with that, and then everybody that I told about it was like, "Yo, that's fucking fire!" So yeah. I was like, "Bet that's gonna be the move, right?" So went into the process of creation, and uh, you know, I was going through all my beats and stuff, uh, and then I'm like, "All right, so I got a couple songs. I'm like, that's a catchy song. That's definitely gonna go on the Revenge of the Sith side because it has a newer feel to it." Yeah. Uh, so I recorded two of the songs that were supposed to go on the the Revenge of the Sith side, which was the new stuff. And I'm calling it that because that's how the older looks at them as like, it's dark. Like, y'all don't right. know what y'all doing. So the Jedi's <laughs> the good side is going right. to be the hip hop shit. No, that's not even the truth. So it's kind of yeah. blended to. But like, I made some shit for the Jedi side and I'm like, this shit cold. Like, <laughs> now I'm like, yo, hold on, hold on. Like, then I'm like. That explains a lot to me, actually, because me knowing you, I, I know that you're a lyricist yeah. like I know that you are you you will bar somebody to death yeah. right which is what I love yeah so me knowing that and then hearing the album I'm like okay 
I'm still someone who appreciates bars can still appreciate this music, even though it's not a sound that I would actually run to. Yeah. But when I'm listening to it from you, the way that you do it is really dope. I do these I do these two word album reviews, right? Where okay. I take an album and I just give you a two word take of the album. When I was thinking about what a two word album review would sound like for more than enough, I would probably put it somewhere in the range of um everybody's music. Those would like be the that. two words because it doesn't matter. Like I could ride in there with, you know, my my older cousin and my little brother. Yeah. And we all gonna have something on this album that not not only can we rock with, but like that we love. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's and like I, I'm like, how how did he do that? Like Man, how look. did he but now that you're explaining, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. He yeah. he intentionally was kind of extremely doing both sides. Extremely intentional. I love that. So after I, I created that. uh after I created uh relate and I heard how Relate came out. I'm like, Yo. who produced that? Me? That's you. Yeah, I did that one. That's a tough tune, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> that's, um, one of, that, that's one of that's one of my favorites. That's like, one. Of, you know how you listen to an album, and I think that's the third track or something on there. Yeah. yeah. And I listened to that track probably three. I couldn't even go to song number four. Yeah, that is a. Uh, that is the most played song. Uh, well, actually, I won't say the most played. It's definitely not the most played. It is the most uh, verbally loved. People have yeah. have definitely like been all on the internet every time I see them. Like, yo, relate is my shit. That's like number one in that category. So, like, I made relate, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, yo, this is this is like fresh. <laughs> it has a new feel. It still got a little bit of bars. I didn't go bar heavy on that. Yeah. But what I was stating was so relevant. And I literally came up with that lyric one day. I think I was in the shower or some shit. And I'm like, uh, in the shower, just like chant shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I really don't like just sit down and come up with bars. You know, yeah. I don't, I still don't write. So I just, whenever I feel it, divine intervention, I come up with the shit. Right. So I'm like, uh, something I was like reassuring myself, like, man, I should tat a gold emoji on my face because <laughs> the mark, because the mark I left is permanent and cannot be erased. And I was like, okay, I should I tat like a that. motherfucking gold emoji. So and it kind of stuck with I me. I saw, by the way, our, our our mutual friend, which I haven't talked to this guy in, in some years either. I saw Imani hit you up about this. Yeah. We, we got to talk about this. <laughs> I saw, I saw the train hit I've you up. I've been considering the go-to emoji, man. Right like, right. I don't see. It's not I there. I don't see the go-to emoji. I have a, I have a, it's an invisible one. I already got it done. Um, it's this new clear ink. No, I'm just playing. No, why, so not, I, why not, why not put it under the beard? Um, that's not you. a bad idea. You. you didn't think about that. But I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And I, I, you know what? Like people were saying, like that, that would be so relevant because people only believe you when you believe yourself. Right. So you can't be considered the greatest, the goat, whatever, unless you believe it yourself first. Um, so I'm blessed enough that a lot of people do call me that when they're speaking in the terms of what I mean. Yeah. Um, but Amani was just saying like, even people that don't <laughs> fucking know you will walk up and be like, this nigga has a goat on his face. Yeah, what's I the need goat? to figure out why it's there. And what? then after they and hear it, like, you're in Indiana oh. too. They're like, what's the goat? Right. You have a, you, you have a form? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, eh, I w we'll think about that. That's definitely something to think about. He lying. But yeah, he lying. yeah. <laughs> I have, I have mold over it. I ain't gonna lie. I have mold over it a few times. Like, and then I'm like, nah, like that's for the youth. Yeah, the face man, tat thing. We we. I'm too I'm too old, old to get a face tat. Too but, old for uh, that. And I don't like that level of commitment. Thank you. Thank I you. I don't want to have things nothing. are so <laughs> based off of like we fail to realize that everything we do is based off of where we are at that time. 
But yeah. every moment is a different moment. So, you know what I'm saying? Exactly how we feel right now is going to be different tomorrow because we learned something today. We've grown 100%. today. We experienced something that, that something new today or whatever yeah. the case is. So it's like a gold emoji sounds great on the right day. But I don't want to wake up a week from now and be like, <laughs> nigga, I should have got this yeah. shit. Like, I shouldn't have just got it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I I, I was going to do the gold emoji clothing shit and just have like oh, a little, like you know, like the Lacoste yeah. logo. I think I'm going to yeah, just have a goat right goat. here. Yeah. Put that's, it on the, the, the snapback. So I started thinking about doing that already. I already got a, a jacket that I'm about to pull out that people don't know oh, about yeah. yet. That's about to fuck the game up. You got an extra large? Oh no, it's a one of one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one of one. No, nah, one uh, of one. <laughs> and actually the jacket is a uh, when when I actually do get it, uh the, the jacket, I got to order it and it's 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 all this stuff that's got to be done. Yeah. But once I get the jacket, the jacket actually represents something in the album too. And gotcha. so the uh so yeah, well, I made the relating shit and then I started realizing that the newer feeling sound I had a lot of fun creating it um and it sounded so Were you surprised so that you were able to achieve that sound? Cuz that from what I know from you, and I don't know what number project this is for you, but like, that's a different sound than what. Yeah, absolutely. I'm used but to. But it also from. shows, you know, what I'm saying like how great the the youthful sound is. And the thing is, I can't completely embody it because of my age and my experience and where I come from musically, as far as being like a super barist, lyricist, over the head type shit. Uh, but still, you know, even back then, though, I had like paper cuts and shit like that. That still yeah. was still had that feel. Which I need, it by had the, way. the trap feel of 07. <laughs> oh, it did. It did. But it had I bars. I being at your house when you had that beat and that boom, boom. I'm like, yeah. okay. Because it kind of sound like that initial, the Manisal drum hit sound like Shardy Low. You know what it really sound like, though? What? Uh, if I don't do nothing, yeah, I'm about that beat yeah, inspired right. the original that's paper right, cut beat. Right, paper cuts right. two is on my album, but paper cuts one is from 2007, and it was inspired by who was the producer that made that? The young cat from Atlanta, who was out in Atlanta winning all the beat battles. I can't remember his name, but he blew up because he made the uh, if I don't do nothing, I'm about I'm counting all day like the. I, I forgot who it was, Somebody but he was Google the most popping dude right there. Keep it to yourself, I guess. Put it in the comments. Um, <laughs> nah, so that, so like, not embodying a new sound. I mean, it, it was new for me trying to like attempting to do that, but I knew that it was possible because I am so like involved in that part of the community. Like the, right. the young MCs, the young rappers, the young singers, the young whatever y'all want to call them, mumble rappers, whatever. It's all art. Um, I, those are my homies. You know what I'm saying? Like. I fuck with them extremely heavy, so I'm around that. I listen to their music. Music. I support their music. Most of my favorite artists are like in their early twenties, mid twenties at the most. So it's right. like I'm 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 a part of it. Plus I'm a producer, so it's like I have to cater to that sound anyway when I'm producing for them. Yeah. So talk um, about that. Like on on this album, like how many records of these records did you produce? I know I heard um, some Gito uh, production on there. Yep. Which is dope. That. Like I, that's one of the first beats that I heard you rap on that wasn't yours was from Gito. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Like oh five, Gito, yeah. that's my brother, Oklahoma. We yeah. already, we already know, you already know. <laughs> it's still beat mafia to the death. Um, so he had to be on the album. Like nothing can be complete without my brother. Like yeah, uh, a lot of um, a lot of what I've accomplished, a lot of my resilience. Uh, my growth is is due to the you know what I'm saying my relationship with my brother Gito. Like he's been 
and we ain't ever lived in the same city but he's always Crazy. been omnipresent in my life uh and uh, when i first started producing he was the the person on the phone with me like nah bro click this and do this this and that <laughs> so everything gotta have some Gito shit on the beat mafia is, is here forever um but as far as my production on the album um i produced uh there are 15 tracks on the real version of the album because the 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 real version of the album didn't come out because huh? there's 15 there's okay so more than enough has 17 tracks right, right? which i got in front of me right which here, which is 14 songs and three interludes it's actually 15 songs and three interludes one song didn't make it sample issues whatever gotcha so um but out of the 14 i produced 10 of them wow okay yeah so, so I got the range as a producer. Exactly. That's dope. I got Imperial. I did Imp so Sun so this is how Imperial came about. Magic, magic, Such right? Such a big so sounding record. Remember to, to start your album off listen, like that. Listen, you gotta <laughs> listen, you gotta have a big sound. Like if you don't like you gotta smack a motherfucker. But that was a I, movie. I was like, okay, we're 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 about to have an experience. Exactly. Now. It's important. Like, and I and I think about when it comes to intros. When we think about intros, like I know for the current generation when you think about a rap album intro the only person you're gonna think about is meek meek yeah. Mill, he's the god of the so i'm like i gotta hit hard i gotta yeah. i gotta hit that level i say wale is in that category too but definitely slept on you don't yeah. that's not the name okay. you go to gotcha meek is the is the go-to the one yeah. so i'm so at that time i still was kind of playing off of the revenge of the sith return of the jedi thing and when that sample came on, I'm like, this sound like Darth Vader just walking the room. Yeah. Sonny Paradise came uh, over the crib. Sonny, Sonny. formerly Son of Thought, that's still my yeah. brother. We still, hey. So he comes to the thought. crib and we playing beats with each other and shit. And he's actually about to go. And then he throws that on uh, and throws the, the beat that he made out of it on. And it playing. And I'm like, it's playing. And I'm like, yo, this. <laughs> I'm just like blown the fuck away. And then it keeps playing, but it's just, he chopped loops. And then put like a basic little right. like some sound effects in the yeah. background, and I'm like, okay, so this is really just like some dark, like eye popping melodic. But I'm like, I could do something crazy with this, so I'm like, son, send me your beat, but also the original sample, because right. what I want to do is I'm gonna let your chops play in the beginning, and then I'm gonna do something different. So he's like, fuck it, I'll send it to you. So the next day. I'm like, check your email, bro. Like, no, as soon as he sent it to me, I was on it. Yeah. And then as soon as the bass drop, after uh, I say, uh, that's how I turn water into wine, nigga, alchemy. Yeah. Um, as, when the bass drop, that's all me. Everything before that is Sun's Chops. Gotcha. So that was co-produced. So he gets co-production co yeah. credit on paper that. He co-produced another one, right, on here? Who, Sonny? Yeah. No, nah, he just got that just one. Just that one, the first yeah. one. Yeah, okay. so, and then paper cuts. Oh, he's featured on another one. He's yeah. featured on yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so paper cuts is all me. Relate is me. The uh, the revolution is uh, Mac Wolf. Okay. Godly, godly beat. Uh, Where's so then he you, from? He from here. Really? Yeah, that's the bro, Mac Wolf. Man, listen, Mac Wolf and uh, Mac Wolf and uh, the person that's actually on that song. The re way that song happened, that song is forever gonna be uh, special to me because so Mac Wolf has been my bro for years. Fox yeah. the Legend is one of the coldest dudes to me. Uh, the the newer generation, like I am such a big fan of, of Yo, Fox he, the Legend. Right? He smoked it. Like. Bro, everything he touches is fire. So, um, Mac Wolf had posted a status talking about artists that he would work with and the requirements. Now he just doesn't want to like, I guess the 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 proper form would be slut out his beats to just <laughs> any and everybody who got some bread. So he's like, I want to build relationships and shit like that. So I like, I'm like the slut out is the yeah. I, th I think that's the proper form. Like I'm, <laughs> no, I, I'm I ain't out you. here slutting out my beats, bro. We gotta have a relationship. Like as friend, I gotta know you as a man yeah. and a businessman. You don't want a like, one night stand if that's the best way to put it I but yeah know, like man. so many people are, are just are not or in it for the right reasons 
Yeah. They're not in it for the right reason. Yeah. So Mac Wolf is, is really big on integrity. Like that's a stand up dude and I will stand I like behind that. that every day. So he's like, I want to work with people who who I respect the way they do business and live their life. So but also build relationships with people. And I'm like, that's a lost art. Remember we used to be the producer and a rapper? Yeah. So that was that concept. <clears throat> so uh Fox had commented on it. And then so I hit up uh Mac Wolf, like, bro, do you know Fox? And uh, he's like, yeah, I know him, but you know what I'm saying? We haven't really linked like that. And I'm like, bro, right. like, Fox is cold, but I'm like, your production is cold. And I was like, Fox had already hit me up. Like, man, I wish I would, could be on Fee Ray's album. I'm like, damn, I don't have no space on it. <laughs> right? So um, so then Mac Wolf, and I was like, I mean, if you want to be honest, like, that connection needs to happen. So I'm talking to Mac Wolf, texting him. I was like, and I mean, to be real, like, I could could fit him on the album. I got some tracks that might not make it. Right. And then I'm like, and I, it ain't like I, I got any, uh, I don't have no Mac Wolf production. So <laughs> this, like 30 seconds later, <laughs> a beat came through. And then it was like five more beats came through. As soon as I clicked on the first wow. one, that was a revolution. And I was like, I don't even got to listen to no more. That's so dope. forwarded it over to Fox. And literally uh, the next day, uh, we was trying to come up with what we were going to rap about and I was like you know what so he came up with his first four and sent it to me and I was like we should go back and forth and yeah. uh, so I was listening to his first four and was like where I'm going to take it where I'm going to take it so then I hit him back and was like nah like something just told me like the universe just told me I need to breathe on this motherfucker so I don't want to go back and forth you just go start the record so I was like just keep keep continuing your verse and then I'm going to come up with mine and literally the next day I'm a, I was sitting there on the phone and all the lyrics just like just started flying and I went and sat in the car and just started spitting that mug and, it, and then I recorded it and said to him he's like what the <laughs> fuck I'm like bruh it's real out here like I man and then but his verse too like both of y'all snapped like, on that and fire different flow different cadence like you came in fire I love how you let him start the record which most people don't do that if it's their song mm -hmm. they want to jump in on it but I love how you let him start the record and in addition to that Y'all both did something completely different with the beat. You know what yeah, I mean? Y'all both absolutely. found different pockets to yeah. to kind of bounce in, which I thought was really, really dope. It added a different flavor yeah. to the beat. It's nothing worse than getting two niggas on a song and they both right. doing identical. the same. Uh, you know what like, it's like, is this the same you, guy on Why a, did you need him? Why does yeah. he even say feature? <laughs> yeah. No, that that's real. And I mean, I love that. that's the reason why I was like, I need to breathe on it because it was just something hit me and told me like, I need to go to a, a whole nother level of content, right. lyrics, cadence, structure statements yeah and when it started coming to my head it just was like going 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 so that right there was like some divine intervention meant to be shit so shout to mac wolf <laughs> so you shout got out mac to fox wolf, you got Gito. so then what other guest producers so after that you got and the Sun, um you got sunny on the first one sunny too um so then after that game land game land is uh, from my homeboy mike regal so Mike Regal, super co-producer. He's not from here. I forgot what Regal is from, but he was. Uh, he actually met him at a show that we all did a few years ago, and we, you know, what I'm saying, kept in touch. So uh, Mike Regal makes like these beat tapes and like sends them out to people for them to pick beats from him. So I was just going through his beats, and then Gameland came on, and I was like, "This is so not my sound, but it's this not, beat but is god level." It. Thank you. Thank you. you so I was like, I have to go out of my own range, and then once I, I actually got the beat, I'm like. Baby Ebony is my favorite artist any damn way, and he's the <laughs> god of that style. So I was, I hit him up, and he came to the crib, and I was like, "So this is what I got." I was like, "What, what do you want to do?" And he's like, 
nah i ain't gotta add nothing to that i'm gonna just put like a little something on the beginning and then do your ad libs because you know what you're doing with this and i was like when you tell me supposed to be, i'm supposed to be the old nigga when you right. tell me I, I i did exactly what should have been done on this beat i'm like all right fuck it if you say it let's go with it so that's how that one happened shout out to baby ebony i love Dude, that, that record and everything baby ebony makes i man look that's my favorite artist in indiana like that song is incredible i listened to that you. song probably 10 times today what like that <laughs> gambling is an incredible song i wouldn't say like it's my favorite song on the album okay. because of my you know personal taste how i stuff. yeah how i get down but like yeah. when you hear it when you have an ear and you hear it and you yeah. know like that that one can go like that one and for even the even the way that it the we we got to talk about Willie Dynamite at some point. Okay, of course. But even the lead in, <laughs> even the lead into the track, I'm like, okay, I can see where you're taking me on this one. Yeah. And it was su- it was such a refreshing sound to hear, but it kind of opened my ears. Like, okay, maybe there's some music out here that some of these young kids are creating that I can vibe with. Thank you. If it's that was done the correctly. Whole point. It's not. Listen to me. It is not about music in general we try to always put people in a lane the lanes do not matter the execution matters execution it has nothing to do with the lane for instance name a sport that you don't like baseball okay so when you watch baseball since you don't like baseball if you watch a picture you just let's just say you scrolling through the tv and yep. then you just stop on the channel and you walk back in the room you like okay baseball's on right and you see a pitcher throwing 105 miles per hour fastballs oh i gotta watch that you're gonna right. be like yeah, i gotta i gotta see that this nigga crazy yeah. like he's cold at what yeah, he does yeah, yeah. i don't like baseball but he's great at this 100 percent. it's the same with music it, it's gonna captivate you what you don't like or what doesn't appeal to your taste has nothing to do with if something is done well so there are artists that i don't like mm-hmm. because they don't make the type of music that i'm into but i appreciate their artistry because i'm like if you're right. in that lane yeah you're executing that on 100 percent. a good one for me would be gucci uh, no absolutely like, i listen to wattober too absolutely. a couple times that's not the type of music I'm gonna wake up in the morning and want to listen to. Yeah, but at the same time, I can tell, I can see the artistry in it. Absolutely, I it can is, see the it is executed in it. I the way the that that style of music should be executed. Absolutely. And Gucci has done that throughout his career. He created a very uh, uh, distinct pocket for that type of music and took it to his level of of creative freedom on what he would say and everything. So that's really what I'm into. So part of the album was make sure that I involve the the current generation in it because i have access to people from our generation and right. older that are not going to give these people a chance man look baby ebony i don't care what nobody say baby ebony to me has the greatest song in indiana history in really? indiana history to me personally he got a song called experience like i have i i have traveled the world and every, i play that everywhere i go and i have had people tell me like who is this when i'm playing it and i'm like oh that's baby Ebony. That's my homeboy. You know this person? Like, listen, <laughs> like for real. Like, that's crazy. Fucking crazy. So, baby Ebony, like, man, that's, great, great that's look big on praise. The album. Like, no, so, that's my guy. So, talking about Gucci made me think of this. One thing I love about Wabtober too is that when he pulled in features, he made sure that he brought everybody in in a place where they could shine. Even though it's his album, yeah. when he picked people, they could shine. I yeah. feel like all the features that you had on there. Even the hidden one in the end, which you're not going to talk about yet. Don't say nothing about it. Don't say nothing about it. 
Uh, but I feel like you did that too. Was and it sounds like from the story you just told with uh, Baby Ebony, it, it wasn't like you were going to them getting their style. And then they were creating a song and you were kind of putting your sauce on it. It seemed like Never. you created these things organically and knew, man, this person could really every, shine. On every this person on my album was handpicked. Every person. So let me do this real quick. Um, so number. Uh, so game land is Mike Regal. Then yep. you have Gito for loyalty over royalty beat mafia. Then uh, friends is me. Okay. Cigar smoke is me. Then you got the interlude. Then you got in my bag. That's me. Then you got you produce uh, in my bag. Yeah. Then you got legendary. Okay. That's me. Then you got goat shit. That's me. Then you got can't fail, can't lose. That's me. Then you got hope. That's me. And then the outro is B Jones. B Jones. Yeah. So that's that's all the product. Man, everybody killed that shit. But every yeah. every feature was a hundred percent handpicked for exactly what I wanted them to do. Paper cuts. I was like, I need Woogie on this motherfucker. Yeah. Like I have to have Woogie. Um the first feature that was actually called like hit up was uh double A for legendary. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, double A already be going God level. But I'm like, <laughs> I called him to the crib. He heard the beat. He's like, oh let's kill this shit. And I'm like, we about to do all sports entendres. And this fool had the nerve to tell me well, I don't know that much about sports. He got so many over-the-head sports <laughs> entendres in that verse. No, he went crazy. He went super god level. And I'm a not lot even of love front. for the home team, like Reggie Miller. Man, oh yeah, the Reggie facts. Miller bars, the blue and gold facts. Pacers bars. Yes. I heard those 100. percent I appreciate that 100. In and it's funny. Uh, it's funny that so he recorded his verse before I recorded mine, and I told him what the chorus was, and I like spit my verse, but. I was more going for a little uh, like singing style type on my on my verse. Yeah. Uh, so even like the how the chorus is, the chorus was supposed to be more sing songy, but we added my uh, layover voice as a strong rap voice. But it's supposed to be singy song kind of future type. Sure. Uh, so once I got his verse, the second half of my verse changed because I was like, <laughs> Oh, I bet he didn't do no sense. He just went in, and I told him, I said, Double A, like you one of my favorite rappers on this planet, bro. I need you to go in for as long as you want to. So I was like. I'm just sending you the beat as long as it is. If you want to rap till it ends, yeah. and this motherfucker rap till it ends. <laughs> so I got it back, and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So actually, the second half of my verse was inspired by his verse because he Dope. just went in. So And that's why I changed it to the, uh, since he was like using all of the new player references, like the current players, yeah. like Nikola Jokic and all that stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I was looking at myself as, I, 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 I'm trying to embody the 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 generation that is like before the current one. Right. So that's why I start off um, prepared to win. That's my mind state. Grind great. Tony Hawk's pro skater. I'm the predecessor after nine eight rocking eight bitch. That's the old Laker. So mm -hmm. that was actually a reference from in nine eight. Jay Z became the god or yeah. the goat, <laughs> and I'm supposed to be after him. So I'm the predecessor after nine eight. But who else left after nine eight? Jordan. So it was yeah. the Jordan Kobe reference. I like Jay Z that. me. Um, uh, I'm the old Laker with double A on the track. Let the new Genesis, like the old Sega. So I'm talking about Craig Sega and the Sega Genesis, Dope. but the new <laughs> generation. See, that's the kind, of, that's so, the kind of rap I like. So yeah, <laughs> I, I broke it and uh, uh, like the old Sega, but the old player got a new number and at 24 was a soul taker. Kobe switched from eight mm -hmm. to four. So then I said Mamba mentality, both jerseys in the air. I just doubled my salary, eight and 24. I rap and produce. I made that beat. So that was another yeah. reference for that. I'm trying to retire in peace. 
but the piece give you 60 you keep talking jazz to me i love it kobe <laughs> played against the jazz in his Twist final 60. game drop 60 yep. on him i'm trying to retire in peace but the piece yeah. give you 60 and then my achilles heal his passion so fuck yep. y'all niggas i ain't passed all the bar all the bars so that was all inspired by double a facts Facts, legendary you know? <laughs> bar and, and the song title happens to be legendary so that's how that one happened then uh i already uh, spoke on fox yeah um then uh for uh son i just wanted his voice for friends on the chorus because friends like i needed that that deeper slightly new york accent on it so he added that that, See, to that, that. that's what i mean when i say music for everybody like i don't know if i would have been disappointed with the album but like it felt good hearing y'all on the track together Given y'all history and you know it's it's funny because me and son have talked about doing an album together what is it 29 but you can't say like that 13 or 14 yeah, years i was gonna say you can't say that because y'all gonna talk about it we're gonna talk and about it's it never gonna happen it probably won't if we're gonna be real, i'm not even gonna fucking front like me, all right kendrick me, and cole we're like me, no, no, but that's no, the thing not. the weird thing about me and son is me and son have done over me and son have done over I mean if I had to put a number on it I have tried to like track it slightly it could be wrong but it's well over 500 performances together w- way and over one of the most, I'm thinking it's in the 800s one at this of the points. most legendary performances that that birdies Brock Ripple Indianapolis have ever seen in their lives they got it on, they got it on tape which one it was the people's court performance oh no that was at a that spin. was that birdie. That was a oh, spin. No, no, spin. Yo, yes. no, and no, no, I'm not spin even gonna front. Even exist I'm, anymore. I am, it don't. I'm not gonna front. That that is like That's one of the best performances of all time. Thank you. And I still have I appreciate take. that. I did not know I need to see that because somewhere, yeah. Like that is the th- that's how far me and his son's history goes. And that's why I was saying a lot of new people don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Right. That people's court shit happened in January of 2007. Yeah, I was there with January the of 07. That was and the same I remember night sitting that, up. Uh, Alpha, Alpha did the yeah, uh, the whole school shit, and it was like the the flyer with the uh, yeah. the, the school picture type shit, he and it was me and son. And, and yeah. Sneakerhead so I, I was at the tape. crib like son. I, I I sampled the people's court and I got this crazy beat, but I start off with like the hip hop shit, and then it changes into like this trap shit. So I was like, how about we yeah. do hip hop versus rap? I got the shirts made. It said yeah. I am rap music he said i am hip-hop legendary. and then at the end i shot him and hip-hop died like that's legendary so, so to fire to hear y'all together on the <laughs> album after all of these years that just felt right good. even though like you know it was the chorus or whatever that just felt good it needed you know to happen. that was that was like it a, needed a, to happen. a great taste of nostalgia that you know i was i was people that's been around definitely get. 100%. I didn't want to um, Yeah I, I had to include him In the album In some other fashion And I mean I feel like for me And him son Is always coming to me Like let's do a project And I'm always down for it Because that's my brother And I love his music I will always be his hype man On stage He'll always be mine But on the same note It's like I don't want to force it Force it Because it is expected Gotcha It's like When yeah, you but- say Fee Ray You're going to say son of, uh, Sunny Paradise When yeah. you say Fire you're gonna say son of thought. Yeah. You know what I'm absolutely. saying? When you say arson, you're gonna say Serene Bay. Like so we all got a bunch of names. <laughs> right. So but it, it it's so cliche for us to do it. So it's like, nah, when it happened, it's gotta be but some I, But I think people still wanna hear it though. They do, man. I'm supposed to be retired after this album though, so I don't what know. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's supposed to be Okay. But I I can explain that part too. Let's, but. let's let's talk about retirement. So we met I wanna say oh five, oh six. Oh five. Um, I think you were staying in Covered Bridge Apartments. Never stayed in Covered Bridge. The one what, two from it. Next to uh, it. 
Oh, um, I know Fucking, it's, it's right by Covered Bridge. Yeah, it's like two, I, I two, two, it's two complexes. Whatever, whatever it was, it. it's not I even named it. anymore. It isn't? I don't think so. Oh, dang. Hey, no, yo, I don't think it's named that anymore. All the horrible shit went down there. But it, <laughs> <laughs> yo, my young days. Oh, that brings back a lot of memories. Man, I was, I was reckless. Oh, speaking of memories, let me tell you how your roommate tricked me into to oh, yeah. the job. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> you talking about score? Yes. Oh man, here we go. I hope you watch this too, because he. This is I what he did. I should Facetime him right now, like, bro. I wonder <laughs> if he remembers. <laughs> I wonder if he remembers. This okay. is hilarious. So I used to come to the crib all the time because you live closer to me than Los did. Los okay. is living in I think Carpentry in yep. Speedway. Yep. I'm staying like 71st Street. So I'm right around the corner. So I just come over all the time, and some nights I would just sit there. And watch you chop, chop up beats. That's yeah. how I learned how to use Adobe. That's how I learned how to use FL Studio. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even know if you knew I was there. I'm like just sitting in the, you know, you used to have a chair right behind yeah. the producer chair. I used to just sit I there. Was just in the zone, like, boy. Those yeah. were the days, man. Shit. And this guy, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> this guy <laughs> would have the greatest beat ever and just like, ah, that ain't it. And move on to another one. And I'm like, I got 32 bars in my Facts. head ready to go. Facts. And... He, but he was always working on somebody's album. Like, nah, this is for my album. Oh, no, nah, I got to keep this. This is for somebody else, so-and-so yeah. album. This is, and then Dolo would pull up, and he would Facts. plug in and start playing beats. And nah, I got to go. So I'm like, I'm always like the new kid in the room that like, I want to rap. I'm sh- I'm like, yo, I got bars. I can do this, right? But never got a chance to rap. And then, you know, to this day, I don't have a song on one of your beats. Like to this day, it doesn't exist. But you have my beat, so uh, kind of. No, so score comes definitely in. Definitely got bring me down. Let's, let's, <laughs> I do. Let's, I have that somewhere. Thank you. And I got two more that that I'm a thousand percent sure you have. But oh, I'm sure I have them. No, okay. no, no, no. But, They're in my emails. I, I have. <laughs> thank them. you. So I was just saying, you're gonna throw me under the bus you like I, you didn't down, have access. But, I, <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, you you definitely sent me beats before. But this is score came in, and uh, he mentioned something about me rapping. Okay. And Score used to come in from, from work and just like preach to us for no reason. I don't Facts. know why. But uh, I love Facts. him for that though. But uh, he came in and he was like, look, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to get fired to produce your album. And I'm like, what? I'm like, he's not going to produce my album. He's like, no, I'm going to get him to produce your album. He's like, but this is what you got to do for me. Um, are you working right now? And I was making an income, yeah. but I wasn't working, if that okay. makes sense. That <laughs> sounds super sketchy. I was making y'all, an income. Y'all see my face right now? Money was coming he in. Said I wasn't. But I wasn't working. working. I you think know what we I mean? All I had <laughs> alternate incomes at that time in life. I'm I had a, money coming in. I'm I was a good. Man. Anyway. But he was just like, yeah. So what I need you to do is uh, come work with me at, with me at Taco Bell. And we're going to go to work every day. And when we come home from work, we're going to come back here and Fire going to produce your whole album. Now he wasn't there when we had this conversation. I'm to his credit, right so wait, hold on. He wasn't you- there when we had this conversation. To your credit, you weren't there, but that's what he told me. And he's like, "I'm gonna convince him to do it." I'm like, "All right, cool." So I left. A couple days later, here I am at 16th Street at Taco Bell, <laughs> making quesadillas for beats. You can't tell me I ain't committed to this hip hop. I'm making quesadillas for beats. Yo. I'm over here making bean burritos for beats for beats, <laughs> and I'm coming to the house. And I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, he made some beats. Some of them was really dope, but like he said, this was for this album. Hold up, bro. This was album. Hold up. I still After ain't got all no this beats. Time, I never really knew <laughs> the reason you was working at that Taco Bell. That's the only reason why I went to Taco Bell. Because I was supposed to produce your album. For, I went to work at Taco Bell hey, for man. an album. 
I probably only got two checks as I quit. <laughs> well, I realized the album wasn't coming. I was like, this album ain't coming, bro. I quit. Oh I'm not. God. I can't come back. I'm not. I'm not heating I'm up no more meat. Right now, I gotta I'm hit not up stuff score, no man. more shells. I'm done, bro. <laughs> I gotta hit up score now. I'm. I'm. I'm like. I'm. I was not aware that it went down that yes, way. But, like, but, but, I, reason... but I only told that story one because it was hilarious, and I and I assume it's fucked up. I assume you didn't know that story. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm hitting up score when I leave. Like, bro, you bribing niggas. I hope he hits me up too. You bribing me niggas. Um, but you know, going going through that, being that level of bought in at in hip hop and loving it the way that I do, the way that I know you do. And a lot of other people that were in our circle to walk away from it, especially after having like I I never had this moment. I made music, I put out projects, but I feel like you're in a moment right now where you're you, you've found a sound and are at a le- you're at a level of skill that like that people enjoy. It seems like the stars have a lot. How many projects have you put out before this? Five. I got five, right? five uh projects with me rapping and then two more production. Production, production right? Projects. So this is project seven or eight. Yeah. Depending on how you slice it. I would say that this has probably been one of the most successful ones that you have. Um, I would say it's by far the best and most successful. So how do you go from that level of love? To 15 years ago, cranking beats every night. I was sit, I was right there. Yeah. I was sit, I was the only one there a lot of times. Five beats a day for three summers. Yeah. That's a different world, like three summers. So facts. how do you go from that to eight projects to making your best work to saying, "Hey, I'm I'm a I'm a retire." Well, if anybody knows me, I've retired like seven times at this point. <laughs> but I mean, let's be real, man. Like, I've been doing music now for 15 years, right? And you know, part of uh, part of this whole process is, you know, when you look back 15 years ago, like really 15 years ago in this city, um, who's still around that's creating music? Besides not me, many people. B- besides me and Sonny. Uh, not many people. That's still like. It's the only time long. I'm behind a mic. So right here. Like, so that's really around. You know what I'm saying? So. With that being said, and that's not a knock to all the great men that like sure. the motherfuckers like inspired the hell out of me. We had some yeah, phenomenal yeah, yeah. artists back then. But um with that being said, being like in that community, in that realm for fifteen years, it comes with a lot of shit. Like even being in it for two years, you could run into a lot of bad business deals, a lot of bad promoters, shows, lost money. Uh, you know, when you focus on your craft, a lot of times your quality of life decreases outside of that because you got to sacrifice so much relationship 100%. loss, all kind of stuff. So imagine doing that for 15 years and having to deal with all of that. Um, and as you get older and mature, other things become so relevant in your life that the things you used to love sometimes are looked at like a job. And music was never supposed to feel like a job. So I I will say that was the plan prior to creating this album was to stop rapping. I'm always going to create music, but not really rap. I was thinking I was just going to do shows because that's really what I love doing performing. But then it was like, as far as like, I've I've been tired of like being in the studio and recording. I just never liked the process um, because I'm too much of a perfectionist. That's part of it, too. But all the other stuff that comes with music. But after creating this project, the response that has gotten the final product being nearly flawless, 
um, creating this project was like out of this world fun. It felt right. Yeah. It's never felt this great creating a project. Right. Ever. Ever. I've never felt as free as I did creating this project. So it's also like almost like, damn, I'm supposed to stop after this. But now I've experienced a moment that I haven't felt even in the first 15 years. I didn't feel this way when I created any of my projects. It was like, all right, I got to meet these deadlines. I got to do this shit. This one was like, every day. Right. Just 100 percent hype. Even with shit wasn't going right. Files were failing and all. it was just like this is this. It felt right. Everything felt right. So I can't front like this was supposed to be my last project ever from the rap side of stuff but um it just like you said the stars aligned in every possible fashion so this has kind of just sparked some new shit but i'm gonna be even honest with myself this is the first project musicians don't really listen to their own music mm-hmm. i listen to my album every day i won't even front i fucking yeah. love my album that's a beautiful film. i love like i love my album imperial has to play every single day of my life um but on the flip side of that it's like you've heard me in my younger years create crazy shit yeah but i always was too big of a critique of my own stuff you just said you heard me make crazy beats and be like nope this ain't it so on the rapping side here i am beatless <laughs> man look check yeah. your email nick no, uh, <laughs> no that was it that was <laughs> no so like um after you know all these years of doing that and then coming to this project now is like shit did i renew my love i've definitely reached a uh a, a, a a feeling that I hadn't been accustomed to when it came yeah. came to creating, but also on the flip side of that is, this album was possible because of those fifteen years, and that's one of the underlying subjects that nobody ever is going to get unless I explain. I'm about to explain it right now in a second, but yeah, this was created because I took everything over the past fifteen years and put it into one thing, but made right. it all mesh well. So now it's like after doing that and using all of these 15 years of, of of experience and loss and growth and everything else how the hell do you top that more than enough is more than enough that's how i came up with the title is because i was sitting there trying to think of what the fuck am i gonna name my project now that the revenge of the sith return of the jedi shit's going down a drain yeah. and then i was like i need some new songs i need to make some more hip-hoppy songs i need and i was like nah man this shit is more than enough like i don't gotta do nothing and then yeah. i was like <laughs> and then minute. I was like I don't need to prove nothing else I've done more than enough the people who know know like what yeah. what am I trying to prove at this point yeah. uh, and that's not even trying to be big headed or nothing like that but you know people that have been around like you that have seen so much that and you know we ain't even seen each other in some years right. like from but you already knew what happened prior to that so you <laughs> yeah. already know what was going on even after that um, so yeah it's like that That was the, the the whole title idea was like I've done more than enough to never do it again I'm sure that and this project is more than enough. Should I have to be free and to like take the pressure off a little bit, knowing that like no matter how this goes, I'm playing with house money at this point. Like I've the people who know know, and I'm cool with that. Um, no, it wasn't. So the funny thing about it, that's the reason why this one was was different too, is because it was exciting because a lot of people that did not know but had heard like for instance, one of the reasons that I put out this album is because the young homies always said, hey. 
Fee, we don't we don't have nothing of yours we can stream on any of the streaming platforms. And I'm sure. like, y'all gotta understand. I was doing <laughs> this shit 15 years ago. My first album dropped on August 12th of 2005, and I went to the Casbah. And so every copy that, that I printed is, up man. with my own printer and like burned all the CDs at the crib. Yeah, what was that Thursday night at the Casbah? Uh, tu- uh, Tuesday, Tuesday night. night? I believe no, it was thir- it was a Thursday, I believe, because yeah. I, I wanted to drop it on a Tuesday, but I wanted to drop on my birthday in 2005. Yeah. So yeah, like I'm like not, nah, but then I was like, I gotta have some streaming media shit. So let me make the, make make people happy and get something on there. So that inspired a lot of it. So with that being said, like when you have this track record that people have heard of but are, have not experienced because they yeah. weren't part of the community yet, they're too young to have been yeah. there, etc. Now it's like my magnum opus that all this shit we done heard about Fee Ray all these damn years. It, this better be exactly what people been talking yeah. about, and it came out exactly. That's what uh, that's what I'm afraid of with uh, Eddie Murphy coming back to stand up. Oh uh, yeah. Like we've seen raw, we've seen delirious, yeah. and I know that that's great. But there are some, there's a generation that just have no idea. Exactly. They're like, oh, that it, sounds like not, the dude that did Donkey and Shrek. It's like, right? It's I mean, not. It's is, not. But, <laughs> you know, facts I mean? though. Facts though. I'm it's like, not, yeah, that's it's, him, But like, to resonate with the new generation and yeah. things, you really have to be mixed in. You know. Yeah. You have to understand. Of, that's a sign of greatness too, to be able to put, you know, your stamp on all these different eras. Like when I think about Jay. He's put his stamp on every era yeah. so far. Facts. Which is really, really dope. Facts. Uh, I'm not going to let you escape some of the stuff that you said. Oh. What? 15 years. Because I, I know you, man. You, you're an optimist. You're gonna, you are gonna you talked about all of this dark stuff. And then you ended in a good spot that makes everybody happy and okay. Because you want everybody to be okay. Facts. But we need to revisit some of this stuff. Because okay. one, of my, one of my biggest fears when it comes to artists is that people hear them but don't really listen to them. Right. And I think about this with Amy Winehouse. I think about dude, I had a song um a long time ago called Spaceship Dreams. And uh I would send it to people and it was on my album, people listened to it. And the only thing people ever said about that song was that song is dope. That's one of my favorite songs. You never made a better yeah. song, blah blah blah. In the song I was talking about suicide, like being super suicidal, like Taking a pill and drifting away and never coming back, like reversing time, wishing I was never born. No one, not once, said, "Hey, man, are you okay?" Are you okay, yeah. So my question to you is: with with everything that you've talked about, putting everything under fifteen years into the album, there's never a point in the album when you're talking about the success without the struggle. There's never a time where you're just talking pure prosperity. It's always perseverance. Even when you're talking your what I would consider your aspirational rap, it's never void of the acknowledgement that life is still gonna be life, you know what I mean, so to speak. So Yeah. My my initial question is is with all that that's going on, you talk about reasons why you potentially would want to retire. Like, are you okay? Like are you are you are you good from a a mental standpoint, an emotional standpoint, uh, you know, that's a a creative question. standpoint. Yeah, so... Because I hear some stuff in this music. I'm like, all right, all so, right, I need to check on that. So, yeah, no, that, phenomenal question. So, I'm I'm actually going to give you the main uh, concept behind the album because that's truthfully the answer. So, you've been obviously listening, like, for yeah. real, for real, like, and breaking things down. So, um, and you, you heard the, the, the triumph and the struggle. So... I've been rapping 15 years. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you earlier, it originally was 15 songs on the album. 
Right. But one of them didn't make it. Um, so it's 14. Um, but if you listen to Imperial, I talk about like this, how I feel to look back on your life, all that shit. Yeah. And then turn water into wine, alchemy. And then you hear me talk about the things that I've been through and everything. But in yeah. the end, I start talking about where I'm at right now, where that was speaking from the current day. But right. if you take the 15 tracks on my album and you listen to each one, well, this is really the trick behind the album. So uh, on my outro, the outro is called Ascension. Yeah. So think about the word Ascension. And on that, I say, um, started from the bottom, now I'm here. Where I come from, economy classes like a lid. Where I've been to, they sacrifice goats for religion. So when I return home, they ask, ask me how the fuck living. I'm living. Yeah. That was my ascension. Yeah. I've grown from the greatest to the goat to the God because the 5% of said I was a lie. So one of the underlying stories is feeling great about myself to feeling like I was the greatest and then understanding that I am the God. Yeah. You know, we, we are all, we are all gods. We're built in that image. So it's like, that was the growth process. But on the, the first line of my outro is started from the bottom. Now I'm here. So people think just think, okay, that was a Drake lyric that went right. great. <laughs> no, if you start from the bottom of my track list from the song before my outro, which is hope. Yep and work your way up the track list every song is representative of every year that i've rapped and everything i say in every song has events that happened in that mm. year of my life that year of my life or events that happened in the world as well too and every reference in that's every dope. song is exact like to a t that's dope. to a t like the the when i say uh, uh barack obama so presidential like that literally was when he yeah. announced he was about to run for president the air guard the bars. When I talk about everything, it matches yeah. up to the year. Um, so, and then, so that is started from the bottom. Now I'm here. So you have to start from the bottom, from the bottom of the bottom track, track list. list. Now, dope. now, hold on. If you listen to my intro, what is the first line I say on my intro? This how I feel to look this back on your life yeah. and say, damn, all you motherfuckers doubted me. If you look backwards on the track list, it's me looking at my life in reverse order. Wow. So. That's dope. So the that- outro ascension is 2018. Yeah. Imperial is 2019 because it's looking back. Right. But the outro, I had to put it at the bottom so that it made sense in track order. But that's yeah. why I say started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Yeah. Um. Now. So all of the other songs are representative of what I was going through in that year or what so happened would, in that year. So would hope be year one? Yeah. On the album. Yes. Uh, Hope is hope is year one because that was pretty much when I was like okay, this is where I come from. I've been blessed with a talent that I didn't know I have. And the whole point at this point is now I'm a dad and I got to figure out how to manifest this shit into something bigger. But all I have right now is hope. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what what music or life is going to bring me at this point. I'm young. I'm dumb. (laughs) Like all we got is hope right now. So that's where it started. And then like, uh, after wow. after hope, then you go into my, the most reckless song on the album, which has Christian Taylor on it. But Christian Taylor is literally like the young the, the young version of me. Like that's my dude. Like I yeah. love Christian Taylor. That's that's bro. Um, that's the young homie. But he's young and reckless. And it's like me doing a song with him when I announced that we were going to do a song. Folks was like Christian Taylor and Fee Ray. Like yeah. <laughs> what? Like Christian Taylor makes um, music. Uh, like it, it, it's like 
a euphoric type it's it's kind of future but it's not he has his own style and he yeah and he 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 like talks about like relationship shit and like suicidal stuff and like that he speaks about stuff that that is relevant to it's him yeah. you know what i'm saying it's real he speaks on his emotions and it's like extremely creative but it's a whole separate lane that he's created for himself but i love it and i'm yeah. like this dude is so talented now christian can wrap his ass off if he wanted to but he doesn't do it like that he creates his music so i'm like Yo, like if I'm gonna embody what I was at the age of fucking 22, why don't I go get somebody who's just like that, who's in that age group? You know what I'm right. saying? So yeah. that was like, and I That's hit dope. him up and he came through and I'm like, yeah, no. So I sent him a beat and he was like, Unk, you already know this is the type beat for me. I'm <laughs> like, you already know. And I'm like, bet we're gonna put it on an album. So I just, I pulled him, uh, pulled him to the crib and I was like, um, the chorus got to be like can't fail, can't lose, eh? Can't play by the rules, eh? Can't. And he was like, oh, that shit hard. So then, like, I was like, I want you to come up with the rest of the chorus, but I knew he was gonna come up with something that was reckless and yeah. young. So used to not, mommy, when I had nothing, when I had what, when I had nothing, uh, yeah. she left me. I thought I was nothing. Heartbreak replaced, started busting. That is w- what happened in two thousand and seven. Me and my son's mother. Yeah. Wow. That ended. That's crazy. Heartbreak replaced, started busting. Now she see me think I'm something. And then she was uh she saw that women were on me after we were done. Right. All these hoes pressed me like but <laughs> all the can't fail, can't lose. So that really was just like I can the empowerment sure. song. I didn't hear that at all. Yeah, that was the empowerment song that I had a loss that year that kind of yeah. pushed me back. My like I don't I can't I'm not gonna go into detail, sure. but the mother of my child like yeah. left me in a very bad situation financially and everything. So and I had to like restart my life. But once shit started looking up a little bit, it's like, oh, okay, you, I guess you're doing better without me type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's the way. And even if it was subconscious on me, you know that's how you feel about it. Because you're like, yep. all right, this person left me hanging. So once 100%. I once I get back on my shit, I'm busting now. Now you think I'm that, you know what I'm saying? So that's that, that embodied that. So that was that year. Um, yeah, everything is like relevant to the year. Uh, cigar Smoke with Pope. Everybody know what most people know. That's been around for a minute. A but minute. I placed that in the year songs. that me and Pope met. Because that was the most influential thing for that year for me. It was like, all right, I've been hearing about Pope. Pope know about me. Once we finally crossed paths, it was just like automatic. Yeah. And we sat outside Exceptional and freestyled for like song. two two hours the night we officially crossed paths. We like freestyled for like two hours. And I'm like, man, so I'm I'm getting up there years now. This is clearly who gonna hold the crown next. Like, I've never shit. met that gentleman. But I might as well pass it. Exceptional rapping. Yeah, I'm like, I might as well pass it to this nigga right now because he the so like everything. <laughs> on the album was like very intentional with the the order the track list um the content uh there is a uh, but yeah that that greatest to the go to the god that's also the three covers and that's gotcha. why on the on, that's why i say on the outro uh i've grown from the greatest to the go to the god and that's what the ascension means i've ascended um and then on the intro you hear me looking back recapping everything that happened in the album but then at the end i say um uh, this for the nights I was only eating ramen and grains But nowadays I'm catching flights Just to go dining in Spain Oddly enough I got back from Spain Three days before my album dropped Yeah I remember So that, that. was some manifestation shit <laughs> um, But that was the whole point Is you know I've been through all this And now this is where I'm at And then I say This right. ain't capping nigga That shit happened Don't take it personal But after I say all of that The last word I say is God And that's really what it was The whole project Is yeah. pretty much me Realizing that We are all creators We are all gods And once you go through all of that and if you're in the midst of all that no matter who you are if you're going through all that you still can realize how great you are to the point where you feel like a god of what you do right so 
um, I want people to understand that even, you know, the, the general public views me as a happy, positive person that's trying to help people, which I am like, but I have my struggles and I've had my struggles too. And I want everybody to know you can reach a, a mentality where you know everything is okay and right. you know there's you have more than enough yeah you are more than enough you're gonna get more than enough too you know like and, and don't be content but appreciate where you are appreciate the struggles appreciate the losses that creates resilience yeah. like that 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 allows you to appreciate what you do have when you don't have so all uh, of sounds, those are mixed in it it sounds like what i'm gathering from what you're saying is yes you've been through a lot of different things some we've talked about some we don't have to talk about but all of those things you were able to pull something positive out of it every time and i think that's something important we were talking before we cut the mics on and i was saying i'm i just believe that anything that happens to me is going to turn out good for me every time that doesn't mean that specific situation is good it doesn't mean i'm going to feel good about the situation in the moment but as the days go on I'm gonna be able to pull different good things out. Look, absolutely. We don't go through everything that we go Listen. through in life for it to just be bad. You know what I mean? If you can't, <laughs> if you can't pull some right. positivity, like I'm gonna get something no, out. But like you. that's that's some real shit though. Because I mean, think about this, man. This is something I tell people uh, when they're going through stuff. I have a lot of people that do hit me up when they're going through like some hard times. That's because my my personality attracts that that energy. Folks right. be like, man, this dude has a great outlook. So. So even people that I don't really know that well, people that's like Facebook and Twitter friends will hit me up. And I love it when they do that because it's like, yeah. OK, I'm blessed to be viewed in that light. But I always sure. tell folks like, man, a lot of times we undermine our strength and our resilience because we're so focused on the current time. And I'll be like, whatever the fuck you're going through right now, if you really sit down and think about something that you've encountered in your past You've been through a tougher situation than you're going through right now. And during that situation, when you were going through whatever that was, you thought it was, it the, was the end of the world life. Yeah. because it was current. Yeah. But now that you've overcome that, it becomes just a, a some walk in the park from the past. No, yeah. like think about like I think about like uh, about eight years ago, I was homeless. Yeah. How the fuck can I be mad? Cause the, you know what I'm saying when it's a bill, it's a month where the bills are low. I feel like I ain't got nothing to pay. <laughs> Nigga, right. I'm homeless. here. I'm in here. Yeah, yeah. Like what you? What have you not been through already? Right. Like so, people. Uh, you know, it, it's hard when you're in the moment because you're 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 surrounded by your emotions and it's it's overcoming your spirit. Just whatever you're going through at that moment is going to do that to you. But once you get past it, every single time. You learn so much from every bad experience, yeah. no matter if it's dealing with a human, a job, loss of money, loss of income, death, whatever. All of us become stronger or, and learn some every single time. Every time. So that mindset that you have is is imperative to growth at the end of the day, because if you just so busy wallowing in the things that happen to you, how are you going to move on to the next problem anyway? And that's how you can tell people that you're more than enough. And you have more than enough just based on what we've overcome. Facts. Like the things that we've overcome man. in our life, you can just tell. Like, man, Facts. I mean, maybe I didn't see it at the time. Maybe I didn't feel like it at the time, but yeah, it worked out. It, and it, I it actually put me in a that. better position. I want people to feel exactly how you say it. I want people to like, it's so much meaning behind that statement. Like just more than enough. I, I want people to, to feel like we always going to, we are, we are our worst critics. We're always going to see feel and experience the things that make us 
know what we lack in we always gonna look in the mirror and be like you need to be better at this you need to dress better you need to make more money you need to look better you need to get better at your bills (laughs) you need to this we always gonna judge everything about ourselves but at the end of the day look people gonna love you whether you have those things or not if if you're real with yourself so how are you not more than enough and then i mean on top of that like the creator don't make mistakes all of us are more than enough to be great at whatever we should be great at yeah you know what i'm saying so that was like an all-encompassing thing i had to remind myself that i just because you uh you ain't no young whippersnapper no more you <laughs> getting to that hill you about to be over that mug maybe in a little bit uh that you are more than enough and the the time the 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 time frame that you're living in right now will never surpass what you currently are yeah so it was like i had to tell myself that like you man you more than enough everything that you want to to happen right now and do right now with this music shit is gonna be done it's yeah. it, the same way it was 10 years ago you know what i'm saying whatever i wanted to do another theme that i that i know from your life but also hearing the music is you talk a lot about what you want for your son yeah. and and how you want to create this life for him and you know there's even times where you talk about hey if i'm not here anymore which Absolutely. all dads think about, like if if yeah. I had to, Me and him for whatever reason, you know, my I have to leave my kids here alone. I want to make sure I leave them in this yeah. position. How has this this concept of being more than enough? How are you translating that to him? How are you teaching that to him? So for him, uh, we have a a, a, a rule that uh, we live by as father and son that a lot of folks won't even really understand, and I don't expect them to because we all are kind of. Uh, built to live in a box or have these standards but my thing is don't try to be great for other people I teach him this don't be try to great, be great for other people be great for yourself because the standard of what you want out of life is more important than what other people want out of your life Right. so often we have goals and aspirations and things that we want to accomplish because because it has been trained to us or taught to us that that was a standard right when it should not be because when you're on your deathbed you're not gonna nobody's gonna say um you know well i graduated from college because my parents wanted me to go to college right 100 percent. you know i i went and bought a house and i had a picket fence and uh and a minivan and took the kids to soccer practice on time every day for five years nobody talks about that shit yeah. but that is a dream that is so to us so that's true i'm teaching my child that what other people's standards are for what they want you to be in life or how they want you to live you don't have does to not determine those. if you're more than enough yeah because it's your own personal journey it is your happiness when you become an adult I was telling somebody this the other day. Parents, parents are the fucking worst. You know why? Because parents want to brag about their kids. Yeah. So if you, you know what I'm saying? So let's say my mama ran into one of her old friends or whatever, and they having a little conversation. Hey, Shout yo, out to man. Mama Fee Ray, right? by the way. Mama Fee Ray is the GOAT. <laughs> and Lil Fee Ray, too. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just related to them. Uh, like, nah, I'm not, I'm not the GOAT. It's really Mama Fee Ray and Lil Fee Ray. Um, but yeah, like, so like, let's say Mama Fee Ray ran into somebody and, uh, you know, it's one of her old homegirls from back in the day and they ain't seen each other, but they both know they're both their children growing. Yeah. How your boys doing, girl? My oldest son is a doctor. My yeah. youngest son own a construction company. Yep. It's what the, how about your son? It's the bumper sticker theory. Right? And then you're just like, Yo, how about your son? He work at a little diner. Yeah. 
How does that sound? How does that sound? It's, and that other mom gonna be like, mm, you went somewhere wrong with that boy. Yeah. No, that is fucked up because yeah, guess what? That's right. I know people that work at diners that love their that lives, love and I know doctors that are fucking miserable. And that's what it's Happiness all be about. has nothing to do <laughs> with the concept of what yeah. you project on somebody else's life. So I'm teaching Lil Fee Ray, listen, number one, don't project your shit on other people and don't let people project their shit on you. Live your life. You are more than enough. Whatever makes you happy, you got three rules. Love others, love yourself, love the creator. I don't care who you believe the creator is. Yeah. If you think it's God, if you think it's Buddha, if you think it's a spe- whatever, there's something that's bigger than us. Right. That that gives you the ability to be more than enough. So acknowledge that. But love other people. Be kind to other people. Be love yourself. Be kind to yourself. Find your happiness. It don't have nothing to do with that. So you are more than enough to achieve what you want out of life. We put all of these rules on stuff when really at the end day, the main goal for everybody is happiness. That's real. Why do we want to be entrepreneurs? That should be the only measurement. Period. <laughs> Period. That should be the only Period. Why, why do people want to... Oh, man, these people only out here only making such and such dollar per hour. Are yeah. they happy? That's all that matters. But people don't know themselves enough to be happy. Absolutely. It takes a lot of loss people and failure. People like, aren't insular man. enough to know, like, to even be aware of the things that they're doing every day that makes them happy and that the things that don't make them happy. Yeah, no, to even absolutely. make those decisions you know to why? start trying to right the ship to go that way. You know why? Because they're living the life for other people yeah, that no. they were trained to believe. Right. I actually had a uh, it was it was a woman that I was talking to and me and her. Um, this kind of was like what caused us to stop talking to each a other. Woman, but a, no, a Mrs. Fever? No, we weren't like officially dating. Oh, OK, like, no, <laughs> we were, we, it, it, it could have turned into that. But this gotcha. is what kind of prevented that is because gotcha. she wanted to have more children. And uh, shout out to her. She knows she is. I still love her to death, though. Yeah. She's a fucking phenomenal woman, though. Um but uh, yeah, like she want to have children and she was saying how she wants her children to go to college. And I'm like, oh, so you're just choosing their life for them before they're here. I don't like that. Yeah. Like, like I, you ain't even consi- that's just me personally. I'm not knocking people who think they're, you know, that who want their children to go to college because college is not a bad thing. But it also has raised Lil Fee Ray to be like, go to college because you want to, not because right. your dad wants to say you have a college degree. Yeah. What do you want to do with your life? Yeah. Like if what you want to do has you have to go to school for it. That's perfectly fine. But I also have raised Lil Fee Ray to understand that school teaches you to work for somebody. Yeah. Entrepreneurs find somebody that wins that <laughs> find somebody that went to school. Yeah, they find it they find and pay twos. them to do it for Absolutely. them. Which is so, nothing wrong with either one of them. It's as nothing long as wrong it's with the right either thing one for you. I I'm I'm a mixture of both. That's I the, clock in and I'm an entrepreneur, so I won't I won't knock anybody for it, but I want Fee Ray to under Lil Fee Ray to understand that from an early age. Like don't follow this standard of life that is sold to you by by yeah. society, by T V, by humanity in general. Live your life. Find your happiness be more than enough do more than enough to make you happy and, and if you're happy with your life guess what the people around you that matter most gonna be happy anyway yeah. like and, man my homeboy that... not it shouldn't freaking matter exactly that's true <laughs> you know what i mean like and they'll, they'll, you're the only they'll, one they gotta lay down with your problems at night facts then they'll that's weed it. out themselves if they don't like you anyway if they or if they don't if your if your people don't enjoy your happiness they're not gonna be around for it anyway they're gonna be envious and they're gonna leave so well, whatever so yeah that the, the more than enough uh for is just is just as powerful to him as, as it is for me definitely like, Anything else you want the people to know About the album, about the music, about what you're doing um, What you're doing next before we get out of here It's so much going on I don't even know what to speak of <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm working on some things I don't really want to want to put them out there As of yet but it's a lot going on I really, um, The main thing I, w- I want everybody to know Is um, fuck that support your local shit 
Yeah. You know why? I don't feel like we're locals. Okay. Uh, the 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 whole local mind state. I get it. When people say it, I'm in agreement with it. But I'm saying, if our talent exceeds the concept of what a local is, and we have the ability to reach people in other places, why should we be yeah. viewing ourselves as that? Really There's somebody right now in Hong Kong. I performed there twice. Yeah. There's somebody right now in Hong Kong playing my music. Yeah, I'm not local, and I performed there twice. But the same goes for somebody who hasn't performed there. Somebody, and somebody in fucking Russia is bumping Baby Ebony right now, guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Somebody in Cali is listening to Mula Khan right now. No, you're right. I see somebody in Mexico is listening to Jeremiah Stokes. Yeah, I see the stats on my podcast. And I'm like Lithuania. Yeah, like somebody yeah, is, is 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 enjoying all of this, and Indianapolis has the greatest roster across the f- fucking board actually indiana we got some great artists in other yeah. parts of, like when i hear this shit like i'm like what like uh last year and for my top five rap albums of the year in the world two of them was indianapolis artists that's dope in the world and then for the top five for this year there's another indianapolis artist in the top five rap albums of the year his name is Figure. But anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. My I shit. I was gonna fire. say, is he sitting here now? Uh, my shit. My shit. <laughs> fire. No. <laughs> I love my album. I'm not gonna be shy about As that you at should. all. I love As like you that should. shit is fucking phenomenal. But yeah, like it's just so much great here uh that that doesn't get the recognition that it could. That's I all agree. I'm saying. Um Maxi. Like that's, you see what that man do does this. for this that's city? I'm, I'm doing this. Maxi, Maxi, Maxi. Somebody I need to Maxi talk is to. our Nipsey hustle. And niggas 100%. don't even pay attention to that shit. Hundred percent. Maxi our Nipsey. I don't care. RP Nipsey. Maxi, we gotta appreciate that man while he living. Hundred percent. Like Maxi is a, is is so imperative to the city. Sit down with him. But yeah, you no you're hundred percent. It's a lot of folks, man. Tragic out here doing his thing. This nigga's all over the world bumping tragic right now. He all on TV and shit. Like it's so much greatness here. We gotta and, support our own, man. That's, and, a, that's what we should say. Support our own, not support yeah, our locals. There but you go. Support our own. Support your own. Uh, I'm a big fan of finding your lane of support yeah. because we we take we t- we itemize support. Like I've heard a lot of people be like, "Man, my my homies don't even come to my shows." Yeah. If you watching this shit, I just said I rap for 15 years. My closest homeboys, I ain't gonna put their names out there. Shout out, <laughs> shout out, B fam. No, y'all already know my closest <laughs> niggas. Out of I've done, I'm well over 800. I'm pretty pretty sure for performances. My closest homeboys have been to less than five, I believe. I believe. And I'm just gonna say something, but I ain't gonna. And say no, it. <laughs> but so so no, so no, but this is real. This is real. This is extremely real. Why am I going to be so sensitive about you not coming up, coming to my show when I know you've had my back, have had my back in the realest situations of my Bro, life? Bro, that is so real. My, 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 shit my, has hit my the closest fan. friends These and family. These niggas been right there with me. Exactly. Me me and, and one of my, me and, I'm going to call him Uli right now. Me and Uli, both of us <laughs> almost lost our apartment together. We was, we, hey, we was on some grimy shit at that point. But, hey, both of us was just like, bro, I got your back. It's whatever. We got to get these bills paid. Whoop de whoop, whatever. We did what we did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you don't come to my show, bro. Yeah. You support me in other ways. That's, that's the so real support. When we say s- support your own, it's it's all encompassing. Yeah. It shouldn't be itemized. I can't come to every show. I can't come to every event. Right. I have my own events. I'm a single father. I'm not saying I have it harder than anybody else. So all of my homegirls, I'll be like, if y'all don't show up to my shit, 
I'm not tripping over that because y'all are single mothers. Y'all got real got like everybody got y'all running businesses, taking yeah. care of home, single yeah. mother, doing all this shit. Just to know that I am recognized and appreciated for what I do by a person like you is enough support for me because you just acknowledge what I do. There's so many different ways to support. Yeah. I don't expect everybody to come up to every show. Yeah. Everybody to, you know what I'm That's saying? real, man. Play shit, my shit every day. That's some real maturity. Fit it, fit it into your own personal life, but we have to, it's just the recognizing of it. Yeah. That's all it is. I, I, I do the same with, with content. There's people that I talk to every day that I don't care if they ever watch my podcast right. or listen to it. Like they, when I, if I know if my, my tire went flat or I'm having some issues, I can pick up the phone and they answer. That matters to me more than any other, yeah. you know, monetary support Absolutely. or coming out or watching, clicking, whatever. Like real support, like exactly real and life. That's what I'm you know saying. What I mean? Like, yeah, no, you're hundred percent right. Like, exactly, the the type of support that is given it doesn't matter as long as it's genuine support. 100%. It could be buying a ticket. It could be coming to the show. It could just be an inbox saying, "Hey, yo, that new shit is dope." It could be you ain't even have to say a word. If you share somebody's shit, I'm notorious for that. It's so funny because I yeah. see a lot of artists don't really share other artists' shit. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. get it because you're building your own brand. So why further somebody else's it's when you're still trying to? to think, I get it. <laughs> I That's get it, but think. y'all know me. Like I'm notorious. If if one of the homies then drop some hot shit, hey, I'm all over it. Like yeah. no, we bumping this. Like man, I treat I treat the artists that people call local or whatever are artists. I treat them just like the big artists. Yeah, I really do. I, yeah. That's how I view it. Like because I don't want to be the, the I don't want to be the old nigga sitting there like oh yeah I used to know that little yeah. nigga. <laughs> I remember when he had shit. No, nah, you you wrap your arms around that you nigga well. was cold already. Yeah. Y'all just didn't know. Yep. I love <laughs> so that. so yeah. I mean other than that man, I would say I, I I really everything I do is not only to try to set a standard of excellence or follow a standard of excellence that I've seen achieved. I've seen a lot of the young artists do some shit that I was like. Man, you just set the bar. So I like to do the same thing, like set a bar. That's why I wanted my uh, project to be cohesive and complete because I wanted some people to hear it and be like, man, this is put together. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, everything is about the youth at the end of the day. Like everything. I want them to know there are opportunities out there. They can accomplish anything they want. Uh, it's cliche if you put your mind to it, but that's some real shit. You can manifest yeah. whatever you want to. You can travel the world. You could uh, have a great relationship with your, your child, your parents, your girl, everything. So it's really about making sure people are aware of the youth and letting them use their opportunities to the best. So at the end of the day, the, the the last thing I would say is beyond a support your own is make sure you're recognizing what people are doing. That's all. Yeah. I want people to know, you know what I'm saying? That's why I've worked so closely with them. I got um, Fox the Legend is going to be in my career tomorrow just to listen to me while I'm uh, working on beats and hopefully come up with an intro for his album. Dope. I care about furthering what the youth can do because a lot when we was out there sitting there in 2005 <laughs> and six, it was just us. Yep. And yeah. there was nobody that had done, you know, more than us or had been around for a longer time. that could yeah. be like, oh, you could do it this way. I'm not saying that I know no more than the next person or a younger person. But if I can give them even the smallest Stupid. nugget of yeah. assistance, knowledge, help, direction, whatever, I'm going to be there you've for been that. you around the block, man. You can tell them what's coming. Yeah. So that's all I'm about, man. I want all of our young artists. They There are too many amazing ones for the world to not know. So at the end of the day, even though this is a... a uh, a podcast interview that's related to my album 
if you listen to my album, I want you to listen to every artist that's on it. Fox yeah. the Legend just dropped a God level project. What a little EP with Mac. Oh my God. That the way it even come on, I'm gonna put you up on that. Yeah. Disgusting. Hit me with a link. Disgusting. Um uh Wo- Woogie, I, he just make Woogie make Naptown music. Like yeah. he makes Naptown music. I love his shit every time. Like it's just Naptown music. Um Double A. What has Double A dropped that hasn't been fucking fired? The boy just wraps his ass off. Like in his last performance, I was at just God level every every time across the board. Baby Ebony's my favorite artist, period, in Indiana. So I ain't got to speak on Baby Ebony. He already know because every time I see him, like you know, you're my favorite artist, bro. Experience the hardest song ever. Um, uh, But then Sunny Paradise, I don't have to say nothing. That's my brother. You already know. Um, We already uh, Pope. Y'all already know that's my brother too. Um, And then. uh, 773 Hustle That's my cousin He lives in Florida Really He had to record In my bag In Florida And send yeah. it up So Cuzzo That's his first song On streaming media Congratulations wow. Cuzzo Appreciate you He came up with that chorus though So that song is is, is 100% due Did to my cousin Did the Willie Dynamite part Come before or after the oh, song Oh before No Before Willie Dynamite's first Interlude on my album Yeah <laughs> Was before I even knew I was making an album. Really? That's a real message he sent me. I can show you <laughs> on my Facebook Messenger. <laughs> Willie called me through Facebook Messenger because I posted a status saying I found this flight to Spain and he thought I was really going to Spain. Yeah. Well, I was supposed to, but I ended up going this year because yeah. this was that. He sent me this shit like in October of 2018 before I had even wow. came up with anything. So he sent me that and then well, I listened to hit it. you and tell you that y'all beefing is hilarious. Right? Like, hey, exactly. I like, just want to let you know we beefing. We're beefing. We're on the <laughs> rocks i was like so i'm sitting there crying laughing so i hit him back like bro that's the greatest message i ever got from anybody i'm gonna put that on my album and he's like yeah. on ahead so that's how that whole thing started Is and selling then, the bow ties yet yeah what you mean Vivid red ties it's popping Vivid red ties i'm gonna have to hey, get a bow tie hey look support your own right niggas be niggas be talking niggas be mad when people say how much they products is man look y'all pay these other folks whatever they ask for i ain't never seen y'all walk up to the cash register in walmart or starbucks or chick-fil-a talking about some that chicken sandwich look like it should really cost three dollars man look get your damn viverette ties they're 80 bucks a pop but they're premium you see they come with the little eiffel towers and they got my bro name on them viverette ties hit me up if Dope. you need one 100 we hey hey i'm all about Indianapolis, we got everything. Whatever Dope. you need. Why are we buying stuff from these major labels and brands and companies? It's all right and, here. It, everything is here. We got embroidery, dude. Black owned. I love that. Black owned everything. Music, bow ties. You can get your hair done. You can get your eyebrows done. You could get your. It's somebody branding shoes already. If you 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 need a hoodie, I I got the champion on right now. But you best believe it, our whole crib is full of <laughs> nap or nothing. All over the crib 100% yeah, I done I took Napa that. Nothing uh, Maxie you already know I take my Napa Nothing uh, Shirts T-shirts To every country I've been to And I take pictures In every country With Napa Nothing on it I like it Just to let them know You brand that shit More than like, enough man uh, Hey Every <laughs> Hey <laughs> we got more than enough More than Hey facts This city has more than enough It's uh It's definitely Extremely underrated As far uh, as As talent uh, Culture so a lot has done has happened in the past few years, man, and it's beautiful to yeah. see this city manifest so much, and it's still growing. So let's keep making it bigger, man. Let's let's, let's keep it. keep looking out for each other. I appreciate you sitting down with me, man. Man, hundred percent. It's good to see you, brother. It's been way too long. Likewise, man. We Absolutely. Do this again. All right, that's it. It's the In My Own Words podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Westside. Peace. Dope, man. Yes, sir.
I should tie the motherfucking goat emoji on my face.